Welcome to another edition of the Sports Block Podcast. We were off last week. We're back this week. Hope everyone enjoyed the 4th of July. There's a lot to get into. And uh, I'm pleased to be joined, as always, by my good friend and co-host of this fine podcast, as well as co-host of the 2080 Baseball Podcast, which you can find on iTunes, as you can with the Sports Block here, Travis Krenz. Travis, how are you doing? Good evening. Good evening. We haven't spoken in a couple weeks. How was your fourth? It was warm. Did you blow your? Did you blow off a hand with any fireworks, or you keep them all? Uh, keep all your fingers intact, not like uh, 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 Jason Pierre Paul. Uh, all my appendages are fine. Heard a guy from Zeus City blew his hand off, so sucks for him. July 4th being on a Tuesday is not great. No, it's not. Uh, kind of throws off your entire groove for the week, doesn't it? I took Monday off because uh, I took Monday off. But uh, where would you rank the 4th of July? Assuming Christmas is one and Thanksgiving is two, where does uh, the 4th of July well, rank? Well, let, let's, uh, let's flip that around. I put Thanksgiving one and Christmas two. Okay. Um... Easter from the from the religious standpoint because I, I do like that with all that I might have to put that three it'd be tough three four uh, with the fourth of July I can't put the, the fourth of July lower than fourth um, I'd have to put that three uh, the fourth of July three maybe even two it might make a run at Thanksgiving for two or make, make a run at Christmas for two no I, I mean I I just love you know you get you get football food and family all in that order I mean the three F's of Thanksgiving it's great. So there we go. Um, I can't believe we're starting off with this because after everything that happened in the NBA with free agency last week, and we'll definitely get into that, we're going to start with the home run derby because oh, we're taping this, uh, recording this here live as we're, well, you're not listening to it live, but it is live tape. We're recording this as the home run derby's going on here. And I can't remember a year I've ever been this excited for a home run derby, but these performances have been absolutely stellar. I mean, the first one to light it off, I mean, Miguel Sano, Minnesota Twin, hits 11. Uh, Mike Moustakis had 30 seconds, I believe, 40 seconds, and he had 10, 40 seconds left, and he couldn't get one out of the park. And uh, so Miguel Sano went on to the second round. Uh, you have then Gary Sanchez from the Yankees just crushing him out. He has 17. And and then Giancarlo Stanton hits one to the moon and back. They weren't even down, and he kept sw- swinging, which is against the rules apparently. But he loses 17 to 16, though he bombed five of the six furthest out there. And I, I mean, Bellinger comes back to beat uh, Blackman, Bellinger's dad. Uh, what is it? Clay. Clay Bellinger, he's pitching to his son Cody, so that's interesting there. And then Justin Bohr from the Miami Marlins cranks 22 of them out against Aaron Judge. It's the 2-7 matchup. You don't, I mean, that's a tough number for Judge to have to do it. And he, he beats them thanks to the extra 30 seconds he got. Beats them 23-22. So we are currently in the second round. Sanchez has hit 9. He is in the bonus time right now. I, I, I can't tell you... I mean, the atmosphere there seems great, despite all the empty seats. But this is this is incredible stuff. I am so enamored by this year's home run derby. I was very excited for the derby to begin with, uh, to see it on a replay. Uh, but it sounds like it's uh, very good. And uh, they tinkered with the home run derby, and they finally found the perfect formula with the time thing. Yep. 
Yep, absolutely, because that factors into you know the the speed of how you're swinging and everything. Uh, Sanchez finishes with ten. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. We lost Mr. Crins. Here we go. All right, got him back. Got him back. Here, uh, I was just saying, Travis. Uh, I mean. You you factor in with with the time you have they have to swing a little faster now, uh, yep. I mean and plus you have the star power here. I mean we baseball. Let me tell you something right now, uh, especially with you know with the contracts that are being talked about with between the NBA and the NFL. We'll get into that here too. Baseball's got so many young talents, and if you want to push a kid somewhere, I mean baby stacking if he's a boy. Um, I might. I'm going to be pushing him towards baseball here. I think uh, because that's where the guaranteed money appears to be at. You could do football if you want, but uh, I mean baseball. Let's go. Let's get some guaranteed contracts. You take a look at the star power here in this home run derby. Cody Bellinger, Aaron Judge, two of the best young stars in the game on opposite coasts, mind you. I think that's great for baseball. So they are in this thing. You have Giancarlo Stanton who hits it a country mile. Uh, the rest of the field. Not entirely great or names that you've heard of, but when you have three stars like that, holy cow, uh, sign me up. Sign you up. I uh, heard a guy talking uh, national radio on Monday afternoon. Um, he was talking about, you know, kind of there's not, nothing going on in sports right now. And he doesn't mind talking baseball, but he knows that uh, the people listening, they don't care about baseball, which is unfortunate. I uh, like the baseball, and uh, you mentioned all those guys. You got these rookies hitting home runs. Uh, baseball going to break the record for most home runs to make the season this year. Everybody got really excited there uh, 15, 20 years ago when the home run record was being broken and all that stuff. Well, we're on a pace to break the all-time record now. You know, if, if one of these guys, I mean, Bonds' record of 73 won't ever be broken. So it's not like if it was 60 or 62, uh, Judge would be right on it right now. He'd be very close to be hitting 60. So maybe that would have added something to it. People would have been more excited about it because he's he's not getting a 73 or 74. He's probably going to hit, I don't know, 55 home runs for a rookie, which is insanity. Yep. But uh, hopefully, um, I mean, the Dodgers are playing out of their goddamn minds. Houston's playing incredible. So you got those two stories to look at. Everybody in the American League damn near is still in the race, uh, 90 games in. And uh, you've got all these uh, home runs being hit. So a lot of stuff to watch, a lot of stuff to talk about with the baseball, but uh, people don't seem to care. And, uh, you know, maybe baseball, they get a little bit of a bump, probably not much out of this. Once uh, once the week ends and uh, you get back to normal play, this will be probably be for forgotten about and people will uh, stop caring again. Yeah, I I mean I agree with you. We will we'll have a full discussion here about the, you know, the first half of the baseball season, some of the surprises, the disappointments. Uh, right now Sano is at 6 with 2 minutes and change to go. Each 10? He needs 10, he needs 4 to tie, 5 to win. He has the bonus 30 seconds. So You probably get Here's my pick to win. I pick Sano to win. I pick uh, Sano to win the MVP tomorrow night on Tuesday, and I pick Herb Santana to be the winning pitcher. Oh All my right? gosh, what a homer you are! What a homer! So, well, I could have fifty one for three here in about an hour and a half. So let's see what happens. So well. Uh, Yes, you certainly could. We'll uh, we'll keep you updated here on this. There's a timeout right now. Sano's taking his timeout with a minute 52 to go. He needs four to tie, five to beat Gary Sanchez. Easy, easy, 
money. Let's get it done. Well, let's let, we'll we'll hope so. But uh, I mean, you would have thought Mustakis would have beat him in the first round too. But this is great stuff. Ah, terrible. Uh, terrible. My you know, Marlins Park is uh is is very nice. A lot of gaudy stuff. You know, some ugly artwork there in center. As I mentioned, they've hit the seagull a few times. I'm a big fan of that. You know, crush those damn birds. Uh, we don't like seagulls here on the sports block. At least I don't. Wow. So this okay. is this is great stuff. I, I enjoy this thoroughly. Uh, okay, let's uh, see. He's resumed, and he's gone. You know, that's that's very good. And so we'll, we'll keep tra- tab of that. But uh, Fernando Tatis throwing here. Yes, Tatis is throwing. Tatis. 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 Good. Uh, he I don't did. know what the connection is there, but that's great. Uh, he did throw inside. He almost hit Sano, so that was not good. But uh, oh boy, the girl almost took one off the face there. That would have, that would have, that might have stung a little bit. He's on the bounce. He's got. Do they have all the exit velocity and crap like that up there? Uh, yes, they do. Uh, Under like, twenty miles an hour, all this stuff. Yep, Sanol just hit home run number nine. That one came at one hundred and nine miles an hour, or one hundred and six. So he he tied it right there. Uh, he's got a minute left. So Judge and Sanol, let's get it done. Yeah, I mean this. I Stanton was my pick to win it all because I thought he would win it in Marlins Park. And so Noah's done it. He is to the finals. He is taken down. You know what? I would rather see uh, the top four guys get in. He can still do the time thing. But instead of having a bracket, just have the top four guys. He would have had uh, Boar and Judge in there. Uh, so those guys would advance. So... Yeah, but That's isn't that the whole point think. with the time thing, though, too? I, I get what you're saying because you just have a certain time to hit as many home runs as you can. Yeah, just but keep, it, keep everything the same. But it does, add, it does have an added pressure, I think, to it when you are going against yep. someone else because then you have to factor in all that. Uh, so there we go. It's uh, good stuff there. Sano's in it. We'll keep you keep you, uh, uh, keep tabs on the other one and keep you up to date. Be, I mean, by the time you listen to this, you'll know what happens. Uh, do you want to do you want to continue with the baseball here, or do you want to dive sure, into NBA okay. free agency? Okay. Well, we'll keep we'll keep on the baseball here. Uh, MLB All Star Game Tuesday night uh, on Fox. Uh, some people will watch it. Uh, so that's great. You don't have Clayton Kershaw in there. Some people have a problem with that. Not seeing the best player in Major League Baseball or the best pitcher. Uh, he pitched on Sunday. What do you think of those who say that uh, the Dodgers were maybe a little sneaky and selfish in keeping uh, Kershaw or pitching him on Sunday so he wouldn't have to pitch one inning, two at the max in the All-Star game? No, he pitches for his, for his team. I don't care. You, you miss the All Star game. That's fine. Um, you you're you're playing. That's why you're you're playing for your team. So I'm completely fine with that. With you know Sunday pitchers, there's quite a few of them not uh, pitching this year. So that's fine. I mean, you know, Scherzer is more than a uh, uh, capable starter. Uh, CJ's put up and Chris Sale on the other side. Those are the three best pitchers right now. So uh, I'm fine with that rule Sunday. I'm fine with the Dodgers. I mean, it was his turn to pitch, so I'm not going to skip him in the rotation just so he can throw um, in the All-Star games. 
now if I am correct, is this the first year out since like the the Mil- the game in Milwaukee where the game does not count for anything? Did they change it? I thought they did. Maybe I didn't hear that. If they did, I hope so. I mean, if that's yeah. the case, what what does that take away from Tuesday's game? Nothing. Nothing. Because the thing didn't have anything. Because, um, you know, you had the Cubs and Indians, and you've got, you know, this year would benefit uh, the Dodgers or Washington or Houston or you know, Boston, Cleveland, your favorites there. So it was dumb to begin with. I don't know who liked it to begin with. It was stupid. So, uh, don't, yeah, don't, don't bring that back. That was a waste of time. Would you say that MLB has the best all-star game right now, or would it be, is there, I mean, NBA is the worst. NFL is right behind them, or you could say NFL is the worst, NBA is right behind them. Either or. NHL has done uh, something intriguing now with the three-on-three and the shootout and the tournament that way. So I think they are right up there, but uh, do do they have enough to overtake MLB for the uh, best All-Star game currently going? No, because every every other All Star game is a joke. Uh, baseball is an actual game. There's no rule changes. Uh, other All Star games basically have rule changes, or the NBA just they don't even play the game. Um, baseball, you just play the game, and you use you know different pitcher every inning. It's not difficult, and you got an All Star team, and you get to see the best against the best, and um, and it's it's the best because it's the closest to the actual game. So no question. What are you looking for on or you know for on Tuesday night? Regardless of whoever it is, Judge Bellinger, uh, Sano. I mean, what are you taking? What are you looking forward to most Tuesday night? Looking at uh, some of the matchups um, when you know when there wasn't interleague play. I mean, you would get matchups that you've never seen before. And that was that was great. Uh, so some of the matchups I'm looking forward to would be like, you know, just depends on the lineup and, you know, who's starting and who gets to pitch at certain times. But uh, if we could see, like, Cody Bellinger and Chris Dale uh, toe-to-toe there, lefty against lefty, that'd be great. Um, just different matchups like that. But with NLE, Flaming Scherzer used to be with Detroit, so I'm sure he's faced all the uh, all the American League guys. So, um just different in that way. Uh, other stuff, I'll kind of see a lot of the managers maybe manage the game at the end since your better players are going to start and you're going to have uh, guys there at the end. You got the DH always in the all-star game. So uh, just see uh, who, who gets in there late, who they use as the closer. There's been a, like uh, Craig Kimbrell for Boston having an unbelievable year. Kenley Jansen for the Dodgers having an equally great year. So those would probably be your two expected guys to close out the game if they need it. So uh, that's why I'm looking forward to Judge judging Scherzer if that matchup happens. That that's a, um, that's great. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Uh, so first half of the MLB season done. Your current leaders uh, on the American League side: the Red Sox leading the American League East by three and a half games. The Indians over the Twins by two and a half in the Central, and the Houston Astros running running away and hiding with the AL West, sixteen and a half up on the Angels and the Rangers. Uh, I feel silly not picking the Astros. To win the World Series this year, uh, took Cleveland. Just thought it; they had everything going. Now things could change, but Astros at sixty and twenty-nine are playing absolutely out of their freaking minds right now. Uh, if the season were to end today, the Yankees and the Rays would be your wild card teams. 
So, looking at that here, uh, what has surprised you most from the AL side? Or what's your take from uh, what we've seen on the AL side through the first half? What has surprised me is uh, Kansas City. They were... They couldn't hit anything. They couldn't score any run the first uh, half of the, or the first month of the season, and they looked like they were going to be one of the two or three worst teams in the league. And now all of a sudden they're back in the race, and they're going to be buyers at the deadline instead of sellers, even though all their key players are free agents in three months. So Kansas City is the big surprise to me. Uh, Houston putting it all together, that's fantastic. They're going to be your top seed and favorites. Uh, still waiting for Cleveland to put it together and run away with the Central. Don't know if that's going to happen. But uh, Corey Kluber's been pitching very well since coming off of DL. He's been great. Uh, the Yankees, they've been terrible now for quite a few weeks, so that's not great. Uh, I like Tampa Bay at the beginning of the year. I like... Uh, I like. I don't like any other. The, the, the way it is now, I think, is the way it's going to end up. I like Tampa Bay to get that to final wild card and beat the Yankees uh, in, in the one game playoff. But uh, yeah, Yankees they got to they got to get a little better because they're playing like garbage. Yes, they are. Uh, Red Sox are certainly kind of turning it on right now. Orioles started out the season great. They have been a monumental disappointment here as of late. Uh, but yet they took two out of three from the Twins this weekend. If we focus on the Twins. Oh, they split. They split. Four game series. Um, two and two. Two and two. Oh. Well, my mistake then. I thought it was just three game series. No. Are we sure about was, this? Uh, I gave, I'll put my life on the line. It was a four-game series. Twins uh, won the first game, something like five to one. They were down six nothing in the second. Oh yes, game. you're right. Eleven yep. to five or eleven yep. to six. You're right. I had uh, mistakenly put that. They, uh, uh, yeah, that that that's my bad here. So yeah, they split with the Orioles. I mean. The Twins, I, I said it a few weeks back that I thought July would be incredibly important for them. And I think that still holds true. I mean, you, you split with the Orioles, a team that's kind of faltering. You take, what, two out of three from the Angels, that's fine. But, uh, I mean, the Twins, I would say, have been a pleasant surprise to many this season so far, but they are probably going to come back down to earth. Most people expect Irvin Santana to crash at some point, and they just don't overall have the starting pitching to be able to to keep this thing going. That's why they signed the guy they did. Yeah. That's they did. Fat um, Bartol. I mean, for the Star Tribune or the Twins to say, "Hey, we got sexier." Um, that's uh, that. That might not be the, uh, the the phrase that I would put on that. I didn't like it to begin with. Um, I mean, we'll see how he does. It's a, it's a low risk. I mean, you're not risking anything. If he does good, good. If he doesn't, you're not out anything. It's not like he's taking a spot from somebody worth the damn. Because he's not, so he's going to start Thursday in Triple A. So that would put him. Uh, he could maybe start next week against the Yankees. Maybe give him a couple starts in Triple A. But uh, yeah, I expect uh, Fat Bartolo to be there next week or at the latest next weekend. So that'll be a fun little goddamn deal if he lasts uh, maybe a couple starts, or maybe he's with them for the rest of the year. Who the hell knows? Well, he can't be any worse than Nick Turley. Yeah, Nick Turley's awful. Uh, Kyle Gibson is bad. Uh, Mejia is basically their third best starter. And he's he's he can go up and down. If he's going to do well, uh, he's only going to go five or six innings. But uh, 
He can be good. He can be bad. Hector Santiago is terrible. He's on the DL again, which is fine. But well, the Twins need a starting pitcher, and um, I mean they're right in the race. They're a game behind this wild card, and the Yankees are in a free fall and a very important series with the Yankees next week on Monday. So uh, they got Houston coming up. It'd be nice. Just I just want them to win a game against Houston. Win one of the three. Yep. Uh, beat the Yankees two out of the three. I know that's not going to happen. You got the Dodgers coming up uh, next week or two weeks from now. Uh, you got Detroit next weekend. They're god awful. You got to beat the shit out of Detroit. So um, I think they'll be in it the entire way. Projections had them like at 80, like 80 wins. They're pretty much there. They're two games over. So I thought they'd win 75. They're probably going to finish like they did two years ago with about 83 wins. So. Good season. Uh, just add some pictures here in the uh, trade deadline. I'd like to see that. Granted, we don't know how you know teams will play in the second half of the season. They could go into a second half swoon or whatever briefly. But uh, doesn't it kind of? It, it seems that fate is not on the Twins' side, having to play the two best teams here in the next couple of weeks, in the Dodgers and the Astros, both series being on the road. Even though the Twins have been a very good road team this season. Will they sell or what? What it's or what? No, that's I'm, I'm just I'm just saying that the for the Twins to have to play both the Dodgers and the Astros, the two teams who are running away with you know the best record in the uh, American League and National League, rep, you know, respectively. I think yeah, it's just of course the Twins have to play both of them on the road here, right out of the gates, coming out of the the All Star break, essentially. Unfortunate. Um, if, you, if you could take a look at their last 10 games they play I believe they play Detroit 7 times and they play Cleveland 3 times or something like that so uh, if Detroit's going to be bad that's good they're within 3 or 4 games of Cleveland in the last week they got a chance they have to sweep them but uh, the games are there so they can just stay within a couple of games of Cleveland it's there the last week of the season to, uh, to pick up a game or two so yep and last last week of the schedule, last two weeks of the schedule, uh, good for the Twins. Yep, the only real issue that they're going to have is New York. But like you say, New York's sliding right now. So we'll see what happens there. In terms of the Twins being buyers or sellers at the trade deadline, honestly, I kind of see them standing pat. They aren't going to sell because they don't need to. But if they, I mean, how much do you want to give up? And I guess when you have two new guys who are in charge of the team here, I mean, certainly you would think that the Twins have to be players in the you know during the winter meetings to land a, a big starting pitcher. You would hope they would do that because and some bullpen help. But I would say that if I had to choose between, I'm going to kind of do a push. I'm going to say they're going to stand pat. That's what I would lean towards. Here, uh, because they're they're going to be in the mix, but how much do you really want to give up for a starting pitcher? Unless you know you can keep them going forward, I think that's the bi- that's the major key here for the Twins. I think you're going to add a bullpen guy. I don't think they're going to have to give up much. So, and they and they have to address this bullpen at some point this year, next year, sometime. They have to do it. They have to do it. They have the yep. worst bullpen in baseball. Uh, what? So the, they're worse than the Nationals? Oh, God, that's terrible. 
much. It's pretty much it's neck and neck. It's a hell of a race. Nationals, though, they obviously they're they're making make the deal, and the Twins probably are not. But you, it, it's not going to take much to get Pat Neshek, for Christ's sake, or <laughs> any other of a dozen guys. Fuck, just pick a guy. Um, it's not going to take much, and you need to you, you hope to get a guy for next year too. Yep. So goddamn. Um, Many names, many pitchers out there. Oakland's bullpen, take, take a guy. Uh, the Marlins bullpen, they have two or three guys. Uh, you can, David Phelps, A.J. Ramos, pick a fucking guy. It doesn't matter. Pick any of them. All of them are better than what, what you have now. So, what uh, is- Cincinnati. Cincinnati's got a great bullpen. Get one of their guys. Padres. Get a Padres guy. Um, it ain't, it's not difficult. Uh, I, 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 I don't want to guarantee it, but... If Kansas City's still on the deal, they got to get pitching help as well. I just, I just assume, you know, the the Royals are the Trump of baseball. Shit doesn't stick to Kansas City. Uh, they just win no matter what. So I think they're going to add a pitcher. They're not going to give up anything, and he's going to be fantastic. That's not. That's not very nice to call Kansas City that. Shame on you. Uh, biggest biggest disappointment of the uh, first half of the season so far in the American League is biggest disappointment. Yes, I think everybody's kind of been maybe Detroit, but I think everybody's kind of you know the the division. You know, the teams at the top of the division are the teams that everybody thought would be there. Um, I don't know Detroit by default. Oh, uh, you like Baltimore, but I mean the teams at the bottom are the. There's not a whole lot of surprise. National League. There's a couple surprises. American League, not so much. I'll give you. I'll Detroit, give you. I'll give you three teams, and I won't pick Detroit. I heard a lot of people kind of talking about Toronto. Uh, they yeah, have, that's true. They have not well, been very good. Baltimore, certainly, uh, with that hot start, uh, they have really fallen off here lately. And then the other team I'll throw in there, Texas. I, I think a lot of people were kind of thinking Texas would turn things around. You could certainly throw the A's in there, too. Uh, but Texas has been awful here this season. Well, uh, they're two games under 500. They, they've, they've changed things around here. Aaron Judge... Has broken a window, or at oh, least I mean, he he hit it off what? the window. He didn't. 118 miles an hour, 507 feet. They have measured this home run at. He has taken down Cody Bellinger, 13 to 12. He had 57 seconds left to spare. It will be Judge against Sano in the home uh, run derby final. Uh, fucking fantastic! This is great, great stuff. So I would throw that in there. Um, if I if I had to pick the p- teams that I think will be in the playoffs here at the end, I, it's it's tough to go against you. I mean, I'd love to see the Twins in there as a wild card, but I uh, I have to agree. I think it, the way it kind of standing pat right now, Cleveland, Houston, Boston, New York, and Tampa Bay. Um, yeah, that, that's what I'll say. Uh, plus the race. I, I have no apes. No interest in Kansas City getting this goddamn thing again. Get them the hell out of here. They're going to be bad for a long time uh, if they don't sign these guys. So they might sign one of these guys. Hosmer's a free agent. Moustakis. Lorenzo Kane. I hate Moustakis. Uh, Hosmer's getting $100 million, which is goddamn ridiculous. Um, Lorenzo Kane's only one of the bunch I like. But, uh, yeah, they they could be bad for a long time because their farm system's garbage, and they probably not re-signing any of these guys. Maybe one. Well, I'll say they sign Hosmer and Kane and or Kane. National League, 
Uh, Nationals leading the NL East, nine and a half games up on the surprising Atlanta Braves. The biggest surprise, perhaps, in all of baseball, uh, in terms of who's leading and who's not leading, is in the NL Central with the Brewers five and a half games up on the Chicago Cubs and the St. Louis Cardinals and the Dodgers running, well, not running away with the NL West, but they have distanced themselves a lot within the last week, two or two, uh, seven and a half games up on Arizona, nine and a half on the Rockies, who would both be the wild cards at this point in the season. Nationals have had issues with their bullpen, but their starting pitching is very good. Their lineup is fantastic. They have suffered a couple of injuries there. Uh, The Dodgers, of course, we've been talking all about Bellinger and Kershaw and uh, just, I mean, Puig who? Yasiel Puig who? I mean, Cody Bellinger taking everyone by storm. The Diamondbacks have perhaps been the biggest pleasant surprise here of the of the season. You you know what I thought of the Rockies headed into the season. You know, Tim Kirkjian was on the 2080 baseball podcast with you, and he said, "Look out for the Rockies and their starting pitching." Now they've fallen back a little bit here the last uh, couple of weeks. But I'll tell you right now, the Milwaukee Brewers are the biggest surprise in baseball. Not, I don't know if it's the fact that they're 15-41, but the fact that they're leading the Chicago Cubs by five and a half games, absolutely astounding right now. Yeah, Milwaukee, Arizona, Colorado. You would assume of the 10 playoff spots, there's going to be two or three changes. Uh, I'm just going to stay. I think it's National League stays the same, too. I think uh, Milwaukee wins that division. Cubs are not not playing well. They're a 500 team. Not good. Uh, Milwaukee, they've been very good this year. Jimmy Nelson's a starting pitcher. He's very good. Had Eric Shane get off to a great start. He's cooled off considerably, but he's going to hit uh, you know, 35-plus home runs. Yep. Uh, they got Travis Shaw. is a guy nobody's ever heard of who's uh, really good. Ryan Braun hasn't done a whole lot this year. But uh, Milwaukee's got a bunch of guys. Milwaukee and Tampa Bay offensively are the exact same team. They strike out a lot, they walk a lot, and they little and they hit a lot of home runs. Uh, I think Tampa Bay's got a little bit better uh, pitching, but offensively, Tampa and Milwaukee are exactly the same. And I'm sure you would love that to be the World Series. Oh yeah, I'd be totally down for that. Yeah, I, I want my Astros in there. Um, give me the Astros sure. in there. I think them, you know, against the Diamondbacks because you can see Paul Goldschmidt. You have Zach Granke. Yeah. Uh, that would be interesting here. Uh, that, yeah, I, the Brewers have been astounding. And then, you know, if we're looking at biggest disappointments, you know, truth be told, too, the Atlanta Braves have been awful for the last few years. But you can see what they're doing. They have some young talent. They have some good players in there. I think they'll keep ascending up here, and they will. Uh, I mean, who knows if the Nationals will be able to sign Bryce Harper here in a few years. But uh, if they can't, I think the Atlanta Braves are that team to beat in the NL East here for a little while. Well, they uh, did the Astros thing where they tore it all down. And they got a lot of draft picks, and they got a lot of minor leaguers who are going to be up here in a couple of years. Uh, Freddie Freeman has been great. They have uh, their best, or well, used to be their best pitcher, Julio Tehran, has been terrible this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so and they're not getting anything from him. His ERA is like around five or six. So uh, they could have gotten anything from him. They'd be, uh, I think, over 500. And uh, 
Sean Newcomb is who they called up for Fat Bartolo, and he's uh, he got roughed up uh, last couple starts, but he's done very well, and he uh, he might be a guy to keep an eye on. So uh, yeah, they've got uh, plenty of guys. Uh, Dansby Swanson, the shortstop, has been pretty garbage. A Buxton, almost Buxton-like garbage. Uh, first round pick for from Arizona a couple of years ago in the Shelby Miller trade. But uh, yeah, the Braves. They've got a lot of prospects coming up here in the next uh, two years. What what can the Cubs and, do? Sorry, go ahead. And they got Matt Kemp out in uh, up the outfield. He's a terrible uh, defensive player, but he's a very good offensive player. He should probably be a DH. Uh, he might be a good piece to trade to an American League team uh, for some pitchers. As uh, he's he's put uh, together back to back very good seasons. So uh, defensively, he's a liability, but offensively, he's very good. What what can we do to explain the Chicago Cubs? I, maybe there isn't an explanation for him. I mean, Jake Arrieta is not – he's good, but he's nowhere near what he was a couple years ago. John Lester got absolutely rocked on Sunday against the Pirates, gave up 10 runs. The Cubs gave up 10 runs in the first inning. Now, uh, there were some errors involved, so that certainly didn't help matters, but – Pick, take your pick between the Cubs and the Giants uh, for the most disappointing team in baseball. The, the Giants, you, you could certainly make an argument for them there, but uh, you lose Madison Bumgarner. I think once Bumgarner went down, they kind of it deflated the whole organization. They've been absolutely awful. Uh, Denver, the Cubs, what the hell happened to these teams? Uh, Giants, I have no idea. Giants, uh, I had them win the whole thing. That's not going to happen. Uh, the Cubs, it's, it, the offense is not good. Uh, offense is middle of the pack for runs scored in the National League. I think their ERA is not take It's like third best in the National League. So their ERA is not terrible. Um, Kyle Hendricks has, has spent a lot of time on the DL, and he's not been as good as he has the last couple of years. Uh, John Lester's on the wrong side of 30. Um, yeah, Arietta on a contract year, not having a good year. ERA uh, a little above four. So uh, Cubs have some issues, uh, and their offense just is not doing it. Um, Rizzo's fine. Chris Bryant's having a, a, a very uh, a good year, an above average year, but not an MVP year like he did last year. So every, like, it was a perfect storm last year. Everybody played great. Everybody not playing great. Kyle Schwarber has been awful. Uh, very disappointing, but uh, they—they're uh, offense. They need more offense. They don't have enough of it. And I don't know what moves they can make. Um, guys just are not hitting. Well, I was going to say that it, nothing's really changed between last year and this year, no, right? Apart from changed. Hayward, and he wasn't even that great. No, Hayward's uh, a terrible offensive player, and that's just what he's going to be. They—they've only got seven, six, seven years, and a hundred and eighty million to pay to him. So have fun with that. Uh, they added Wade Davis. The one weakness they may have had last year was the bullpen. They added one of the best closers in baseball, and uh, he's their only all-star. So, uh, yeah, very, uh, very disappointing. Cubs, everybody's waiting. They're five and a half back. They got their ass kicked by the uh, Brewers there in a one one uh, makeup game uh, last week. So, I'm waiting for you, Cubs. I, you know, everybody's can, waiting for them. Can they catch the Rockies or, you know, or, I mean, the Brewers, of course, for the NL Central, but... I mean, the Rockies certainly haven't been playing well the last couple of weeks headed into the All-Star break. Are they going to continue to descend, and can the Cubs catch them? I think it's going to be close. I mean, they were 10, 12 games ahead of uh, number two in the wild card. 
Uh, there's not a whole lot of difference now, I don't think, between Milwaukee and Colorado. I think Colorado's probably two or three games better, so there's not a whole lot of difference there. Cowboys are probably eight or nine back of, um, I mean, Cubs and Braves almost have the same record, I think. Um, Rockies, I think they'll make it. I think they'll win probably 87 games or so, and they'll be just, uh, they'll be in there. But uh, there are all these rookies, rookie starting pitchers who have been great. Um, they, they've fallen on a bit of a rough patch here, and they've sent a couple of them down, some to the bullpen. So if they can get the pitching fixed again, they'll be back in it. But um, their offense just hasn't clicked yet either. So um, Rocky's offense can get better, and if their pitchers can just get back to what they used to be, they should be, uh, they should be playing in that one-game playoff. Sanoa's hit uh, four home runs. He's got a minute 24 to go. Not great. Not no. great. No. This is, uh, this is not good. He does, They do get two timeouts here in the in the final, so he's taking his second timeout. Uh, so it does not look good for Miguel Sano to win. I mean, if he wins, can you think of two more unlikely home run winners than him and Justin Morneau in the last decade? I picked well, you picked him. I don't. You're kind of a homer. No, you underestimate. I mean, Snow, I'll put Snow up there with any of these guys. Wow. I mean, against the judge and stands of the world. I mean, I I picked him to beat Mustakis, but I wasn't going to take him to beat uh, Stanton. Stanton, yeah, sure. Stanton, yeah, maybe not, but I I think his average exit velocity is the highest in baseball. Judge hits all the home runs. Uh, and it's it harder than anybody, but on average, nobody hits the ball harder than Sano, uh, all told on everything. So he's, hopefully he wins it and people know who the hell he is, because I love him, he's my favorite, he's my favorite player, my favorite Twins player, he's he, he, big time prospect, 16 years old, call him up, he's instantly great, so I like that. Yes, yes, one of the few he's Twins that player. has performed uh, when they come up. Uh it is not looking good. He is 36 seconds left, five home runs. He is constantly getting under the ball. There's number six that just barely got out. He is not going to get the 30 seconds, though, unless he... Uh, maybe that's one. I don't believe so. Well, uh, your guy, our guy, Byron Buxton, the last week of the season... Uh, probably the of the best week of his career, maybe the best week of his season. He had a four-game hitting streak. He had a couple hits in one game. I think he had three hits in another. So he raised his average a good 15, 20 points in the last week or so. So it was good. He did good. Um, he hit 198 the first 81 games. Sano so no, just hit his 10th home run with no t- like one second remaining. Goes 4 yeah, 49. Right. Holy, he put it on he, Yeah, he gets the 30 seconds now, additional time. So we'll see oh, what he can get. So this is uh, not done quite yet here. This is very intriguing stuff. But uh, yeah, baseball, one half uh, done with the season. We'll see what happens there. It's, I mean, are the are either the Dodgers or the Astros going to break the Mariners record of 116 wins no. in the po- in the regular season? Nope, they're on pace for 110 when I look at it last. Um, since the Mariners in 01, 
the uh, 04 Cardinals had 105. That's the most. Uh, they lost to Boston in the World Series. Good. So I'm looking to see if anybody can get 104, 105. I think they'll, they'll slow down a little bit. I think I think they both get over 100, maybe 102, 103. Um, just depends on how much they want to pour down at the end or if they want to take their uh, foot off the gas a little bit. But uh, clearly the two best teams in baseball, that would be a fantastic World Series. Doesn't always happen. Usually does the two best teams. But uh, Houston and Dodgers. Sign me the fuck up. He did not hit any home runs there in the final, in the extra 30 seconds. So Sano sits at 10, so you got to think that Judge is going to win this here. Uh, we will, we'll will go back to this, though, here. Uh, well, uh, just like, kind of like the playoff race, I think it hasn't been decided, but I don't think there's a lot of change. Look at the MVP and Cy Young race, so I don't think there should be a lot of change in the second half. Either Judge is your MVP uh, Chris Sales, your Cy Young, Scherzer and Kershaw should have a nice battle. Uh, National League MVP. That's uh, more up in the air. So. Uh, I don't know if you knew this, but NBA free agency has been going on, and oh, all right. All right. Uh, the moves came fast and furious. Tony here. Snell, forty-six million for four years, unbelievable. And uh, this, it's just crazy. Who's getting the money? I mean, Tim Hardaway Jr. seventy-one million from the from the New York Knicks. I mean, honestly, what the what the hell's going on here? But I mean, you want to you look at some of the uh, the money? I mean, I don't know. Does Otto Porter is he signed that deal with the Brooklyn Nets? Oh my! Or is he? he did, was, fuck! He it was what he was with the the Kings gave him uh, the fucking the fucking team. And the Nets gave him what the hell is up with Otto Porter? I, I thought it was. I thought he was with. Oh, so the Kings and the Nets have been battling back and forth, but Washington well, can still sign him, right? Yeah, he's a restricted free agent. Uh, the Kings were the first team I heard of, but then the Kings made some moves, so they don't have any money left. And then the Nets, what are they doing? Twenty-five million for this piece of crap? Come on, this is stupid. I mean, this is, it, it, it's ridiculous what these guys are getting. I mean, but Steph Curry, five years, two hundred one million. That might be a little bit of a bargain here. You take a look at yeah. Golden State and what they've done. They Durant takes two years, fifty three million, and that's a pay cut, yeah, by all yeah. intents and purposes. They go out and sign Nick Young. Uh, they brought back Igudala, so the Warriors have stayed intact and then added a key piece to their bench in Nick Young. So no one's catching the Warriors. Chris Paul, of course, I think we talked about this, got traded from the Clippers to the Rockets and then everyone thought, oh, maybe the, the sky's falling on the Clippers and Blake Griffin says, no, I'm coming back. I'm getting $127 million over four years or whatever. So he re-signs with the Clippers. I, I mean, I don't know where to quite to put that there. The, the, one of the, the first moves then was Jeff Teague signing with the Timberwolves. That's great. They've since added Jeff or uh, uh, Jeff Teague. No, that that's the guy who the, Taj Gibson, excuse me. And the I think the key signing Jamal Crawford. This was a complete surprise to me that Jamal Crawford, after the three team deal between Denver, Utah, and Atlanta. No, Denver, Denver, uh, the Clippers in Atlanta, excuse me. I mean, Paul Millsap goes from Atlanta to Denver. Danilo Gallinari goes from Denver to the Clippers. And then the Clippers send Jamal Crawford, some other guy, and a first-round draft pick to Atlanta. 
Crawford takes his buyout, and then he... I mean, everyone, if you if you were reading anything or following along with people saying, oh, the Warriors and the Lakers, those are the top two destinations for him. The Warriors really want that shooter. The Lakers are getting in on the mix. No one even was mentioning the Timberwolves, and then surprise, surprise, Crawford signs a two-year, $9.5 million deal with the Timberwolves, and I think he cited that it was in part because of how much playing time he would get and where he fit in in the, in the mold of, the, of things, and the Timberwolves need shooting. So this was a great deal for them at a relatively decent or bargain price. Very good signing off the bench. Like it a lot. First I heard he wanted to go to contenders. That's where the Warriors came in. Then all of a sudden, apparently that got scrapped and he wanted to go to the Lakers for some reason, which made no sense to me. Um, yeah, he should want to go to a winner and win. Golden State would have made sense. So I suppose it was him or Nick Young. Uh, but yeah, Golden uh, Spurs would have been a nice little fit there. But yeah, going to the Timberwolves, solid move. Um, adding Todd Gibson, adding Jamal Crawford. I was iffy on that they'd make the playoffs. I think they are going to make the playoffs now. I like how they've, uh, I mean, they've added a lot of guys. So I think uh, Timberwolves, I think they uh, think they're making the deal. Um, good signings for them. Harden signed a contract extension, which was insanity. Getting paid $40, $45, 48000000 million a year. Um, that contract extension is quite substantial. Um, he's never going to win in Houston, so it's going to be interesting to see him get all this money and never win a ring while Durant uh, takes a little bit of a pay cut, still gets paid a boatload of money. He's probably going to end up with like four championships. So, uh, By the way, uh, Aaron Judge's first three swings were all home runs. Uh, less than a minute into this, he already has five home runs. Six now. Make it six. So he's going to crush Sano. Uh, in no time at all. Uh, yeah, he's he's phenomenal. But yeah, I mean, and I mean, those are even just some of the signings here. I Chicago and and then I mean, for crying out loud, I haven't even mentioned Paul George getting traded from Indiana to Oklahoma City for virtually nothing. I mean, Victor Oladipo is a good player. Uh, what did they send Enos Cantor as well, or someone else like that? I mean. Big, Big deal. I mean, this is nothing. They don't get any draft picked or anything for that. Now, the problem for Oklahoma City is that they are going to have to re figure out a way to try and keep both Westbrook and George there. George is, for all intents and purposes, going to L.A. next year, most likely with the Lakers. But you never know if the Clippers can uh, do it. And uh, we're gonna we're just gonna put this on pause right now. We got uh, two minutes left here. Uh, we're tied at ten. If Judge does not hit a home run here in the final two minutes, and he does have the 32nd. Uh, there it is. Aaron Judge is your winner. He did that lickety split. Aaron Judge, home run derby winner. Uh, that's a phenomenal derby. The, the first round was by far the most entertaining. Uh, so that was great there. Uh, back well, to baseball got, I mean, baseball, they got a big time star on their hands there. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. But going back to the to the NBA and the free agency, I mean, I, yeah, a lot of guys are getting money. The stars are going around here. Uh, I mean, Gordon. I didn't even mention Gordon Hayward taking the big max to go to Boston, and then Boston having to, you know, do a few things. They what send Avery Bradley, a decent player, to Indiana. So, I mean, 
There's. I don't know about that. I mean, Avery Bradley's probably their best defender. He averaged 15 points. He's only 26. Um, That's what I mean. I don't think it's a great move. I think Indiana got better in that deal for sure. Um, you know, Gordon Hayward. Um, everybody thought he was going to Boston, and he did. Um. I, I mean, good for him to go to Boston. I mean, that, that's I mean, that's the only choice he had. I mean, not going to Utah, not going to Miami. I thought it was just dumb for him to come out. This uh, everybody knew he was going to Boston, and the reports were up. He's going to Boston today, and the, him and his agent are like, nope. And he comes out six hours later with that twenty-one hundred word thing for the Players Tribune. I'm going to Boston. Come on. He, he, he had his mind made up that day. I don't know what uh, what caused him to get cold feet or what caused them to push the decision back half a day. That was a little bit stupid and ridiculous. Uh, let's see. Anything else that's really happened? I mean, it, so we've talked about some of the winners here in free agency. The the fact that the Timberwolves, you know, got the players that they did. They, they look like a bona fide playoff team here to me. Uh I guess the the two teams that I can kind of safely put in the Western Conference now, and and even this one team I don't know about, it's it's Denver. I like the fact that they got in Paul Millsap. They have a great young you know core of talent there. Uh, one of the Saric is that the rookie? Yep, uh, he did he win? Uh, no, he didn't. That was Malcolm Brogdon, but he was, you know, all rookie team. Uh, they have Emmanuel Moody. They have some very good talent there. But then you lose Danilo Gallinari to the Clippers. I don't, I don't know if I like that a lot. What do you think of that? And do you think Denver has solidified themselves as a playoff team for next season? Yeah, he's another better player. That's a good pickup for the Clippers. Um, yeah, it would have been good for Denver to, to keep him. But they signed Millsap for like $30 million a year. That's a lot of money. I think they're right on the edge. They're going to be at 8, 9, 10 seats. So I probably not making the playoffs. Uh, Millsap and Gallinari maybe cancel each other out. They didn't. Timberwolves made a huge jump. Uh, Denver stayed pat at best. So uh, they're probably not making it. But... Um, yeah, Millsap, I don't know why the hell you want to go to Denver. Maybe, like, smoke the weed, but goddamn, go, go somewhere else. Uh, one, the one thing that we haven't mentioned, um, Spurs, uh, Spurs had a terrific signing, Rudy Gay, for two years. Yes. $17 million. I think he's coming off of an Achilles, which isn't good, but uh, he's been good, easy for 20 points a game. Ain't going to score that much with the Spurs, but if he can give him a good 12 to 15, I think all these other signings that have been made and you look at the Spurs, they just go out there and get a guy that I think is going to be pretty good for them for pennies, basically. You got other jackasses making 10 or 15 million, 25 million in Otto Porter's case, for Christ's sake. Yep. And uh, I, w- I would take Rudy Gay over all of them. And, 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 and the Raptors with fucking Lowry, Jesus Christ, they gave him a lot of money as well. Yes, they did. Uh, then they also uh, shipped, what, Ahmad Carroll away? Uh, I mean, Damari Carroll, yeah. not, not Ahmad Carroll, thank you. Uh, staying on the Western Conference side right now, I know it's a bit of a stretch, but you could, ma- I think you can make an argument for just about every team in the conference that they could make the playoffs. I, I really, I'm not saying, I, I, I'm saying every team in the in the Western Conference can make the playoffs this year. Uh, Dallas, no, Lakers, no, I, Suns, no. I, I think, and I and those would be the most difficult arguments to make. But in Dallas's case, you do have Dirk Nowitzki back. 
Uh, I mean, it, we'll see what he can do there. Phoenix does have some good uh, good talent. You get De'Aaron Fox. That's great. Uh, so we'll see what they can do. Utah, I'm not sure. I guess the, the two teams that I would say are most likely out next season, Memphis, you lose Zach Randolph. That kind of hurts. I uh I just don't see how, I mean, you've heard maybe Mark Gasol's name kind of swirled around here, that he could be on the move. And then Utah, of course, losing George Hill and Gordon Hayward. So I would insert Minnesota and Denver right there, but I almost put Sacramento. I mean, Sacramento gets Randolph. He uh, uh, Randolph reunites with Dave Yeager, who's the head coach there with the Kings. They also get Vince Carter, who was Rudolph's teammate in Memphis. I mean, that's not a huge signing. Vince Carter went to Sacramento? Yes, he did. When the hell did this happen? I don't know. This happened a few days ago. Vince Carter went to Sacramento? Yes. What are you doing? Go go somewhere you can win a goddamn game. Jesus Christ. Well, I mean... I think wow. I think Sacramento is right now on the cusp of being a well, playoff I'm, team. They could maybe they can uh, supplant Portland, who yes they have Lillard and McCollum, but not a whole lot else. I mean, I th- the West they got is a rookie gonna, guy. They got a rookie, a European rookie guy is really good. Well, it, we'll see that when that happens. But this this to me is a very intriguing Western Conference. The West got much more difficult, no question about it. This off season. Uh, and so it is going to be tough for teams like Minnesota and Denver to, to kind of crack through. But the Clippers seem like they were on the brink of disaster, and they've stabilized things considerably. Uh, San Antonio, of course, being San Antonio. Houston could still land Carmelo Anthony. I mean, Anthony's probably not wow, going to be a Nick. What a mess. Would that not be a goddamn mess? It would. be worse than, uh, than the war in the Middle East. Could you imagine... <laughs> Harden and Carmelo Anthony and Chris Paul. Holy Christ. That would, uh... What a, what a fucking... <laughs> fuck my head. I hope that happens. You, you sound, you sound very agitated tonight with some of these, uh, these moves here uh, in the NBA. Utah, I don't like Utah. They lost all their guys. Uh, where'd George Hill go? He went some... Um, I let, let's see. I don't know where George Hill went. Uh, let, I'll pull this up here. I think I think I want to say he went to Sacramento. Sacramento made all the moves. Love what they did. I don't know if they're good enough to get in the playoffs, but they had good job, D-Bops. Good but job there. Considering how, uh, yeah, yep, George Hill did go to Sacramento. Considering all the, the the great moves they had in the draft too, all the guys that they got. Uh, yeah, this this to me, the, the Kings are that team. They're going to be the surprise because I think everyone's kind of looking at what the Timberwolves did and uh, Jimmy Butler and just assuming that they're going to be in the playoffs. I mean, I, I kind of want to see what New Orleans can do by getting a point guard, you know, if they can, to, to pair up with Cousins and Davis. Yeah, that, Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday's their guy. Well, I mean, but you need some depth behind that. Uh, I just I don't see it necessarily from New Orleans. So if I may, I just I think Sacramento could get in there this year. Uh, you know, if Denver doesn't, then Sacramento will, vice versa. Maybe Sacramento replaces Portland. I don't know, but the West is so much better than the Eastern Conference. It's embarrassing, and now you're hearing you know that. <laughs> Uh, Mark Cuban say, well, we're rebuilding because we're in the Western Conference. If we were in the East, we wouldn't be doing this. He just mentioned that the other day. Who said that? Uh, Mark Cuban, Dallas Mavericks owner. 
So he says that, and he's been trying to get on the commissioner to take the top 16 teams in, you know, based on record. I am all in favor of this. Screw the screw the conferences, uh, regardless of you know maybe the, the East. You know, you can beat up on teams in there. That's fine. Uh, but the Western Conference is a is a gauntlet. There's no way that the only eight of the 16 best teams in or eight of the 16 teams that get in the playoffs should come from the West. They should have at least 10. So I'm all in favor of this. I, I've been clamoring for this here for a couple of years now. Try this out for one year in the NBA and the NHL just to see what we can get. I think it would be very intriguing. So I, I hope the NBA Adam Silver listens here. Uh, doesn't sound like they are at first. He's citing travel and you know the the rigorous schedule that the NBA players go through. Oh, boo-hoo. You travel first class. Shut the hell up. Um, so I hope we do see this here. But the Eastern Conference, it's bad. I mean, Cleveland and Boston are the clear you know, teams. That, you know, Washington's in there. Milwaukee's getting good, too. But they didn't make any moves of any significance here in this offseason. Atlanta, Chicago, and Indiana are flat out tanking. There's no other way around it here. They're they're stripping it all down to you know to, to build it back up. Charlotte got better. I mean I'm putting Miami and Detroit in by default from uh, you know, for a playoff spot right now. Now things could change before between now and when uh, our NBA uh, season preview takes place here in a couple of months. But I mean hell right now the East is awful. Absolutely awful. Yeah, East is bad. I could see them maybe having three teams at 500 or worse making the playoffs. That's going to make the playoffs really bad. Uh, yeah, like what Charlotte did. I think uh, Utah's out. Minnesota's in. Uh, Portland would be the other team you can consider. Somebody going to jump them. Um, I'm most interested in Sacramento and Minnesota. Yes. No doubt. So this uh, this NBA season, I I was telling someone this uh, the other day. I'm I can't remember the last time I was this excited for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Now you know me, I'm not a huge NBA fan, far from it. But I do follow the Timberwolves a lot. But I'm going to be paying a lot more attention. I'll even tune in for a, at least a few minutes each game if I can. Oh my God. I know this is big. I haven't been this excited since they got Sprewell and Cassell to go with KG. That's the, this is what this reminds me of. This uh, the excitement around this team. I still don't know how that happened, but it happened, and it was very good. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, Golden State, I want to see if they can break their own record. I want to see if they can win 70 games, at least. Well, I mean, they don't have to deal with the chemistry issues this year, so that's one thing. I mean, has Houston jumped San Antonio for number two? I think they have. Show me something, Houston. Show me something. We'll if it's a seven-game series, I'm taking San Antonio. They beat them this year. I think they'll beat them next year. Show me something. We'll see what happens there. Uh, anything else on the NBA free agent line that uh, we need to discuss? I think we covered it. The now the the one comparison here to the, to the NFL. The NFL, you know, some uh, Terrence Knight and former defensive lineman. I think it was a Denver and Washington. Uh, he's making the. Uh, I mean, there is a lot of NFL players that are saying this guy who is getting this much money in the NBA with all these guaranteed contracts, and the NFL doesn't get jack squat in terms of guaranteed contracts. You can just cut ties with the player at any time, really not have to eat any salary. 
are we getting close to where the NFL is going to get guaranteed contracts? Because if not, we, we certainly should. Even if that means... You know, Derek Carr doesn't sign a five-year, hundred twenty-five million. Maybe it's five-year, seventy million, but it's all guaranteed. Are we getting to that point here? I don't think so. They obviously have enough money to make it happen. It's embarrassing how they play their players compared to the other sports. You know how I feel about the NFL. Yep. Uh, Find the players I'd be willing to uh, strike for guaranteed money. And I think they are. There's certainly some uh, momentum heading in that direction here. Uh, I mean, I, the NFL is having some hard time getting some, you know, revenue for terms of uh, like sales. Uh, Cialis and Viagra are not going to be purchasing any airtime this uh, this season. So the NFL is having some issues regarding well, you know they're selling so I think they're you're kind of seeing that the NFL may have gotten a little too big for themselves here now at some point yes you have to do the guaranteed salaries I think because otherwise people are going to be pushing to, you know their kids I already mentioned it the little stack in here I'm going to push him to maybe do some baseball if he wants to play football I'll say yes go for it you because know, I, I love football but I mean go for some more guaranteed money if you want to be an athlete try the baseball try that sort of thing try golf even what the hell donuts no stars in golf um, NFL I, I would recommend they start a GoFundMe account very hard <laughs> donate Worthy, worthy cause. Yeah. It'd be a worthy cause. Um, yes. I, they have to do something, though, don't they? No. I mean, I, well, we'll see. I mean, TV ratings were down last year. Uh, I'll be interested to see what maybe they rebound next year or this year, and everything's back to normal. Um, yeah, but it's, I mean, they're going to come down at some point. We're still going to be number one. Um, by a, by a large margin. I'm, I'm very interested to see where the NFL's at in 10 years and uh, how they figure this out. They seem more uh, ready or able to do uh, this thing with Twitter, with the streaming video on Amazon and all these other uh, digital outlets and online things where whenever the next uh, NFL contract is up, 20, 20, whatever the hell, I'm interested to see if they uh, move something uh, Thursday night football exclusively online or one game every week online. Um, I think that's where it's headed. Whether that's Netflix or YouTube or Facebook or who the hell knows who it's going to be. I think they're going to get a lot of money off of that. By the way, uh, Amazon Prime Day, Tuesday, July 11th. Get excited, folks. Red River Valley Fair also starting up here in Fargo. Uh, maybe you'll see Carson Wentz there. Who knows? Hope not. Hope not. <laughs> well, maybe you want to see Alshon Jeffrey. Um, I, I made the mistake. I should have said, yeah, I'll make you some spicy tight chicken. How's that sound? Uh, firing Instead of firing up the grill. But Tell him to not get hurt and tell him you should have signed with the Vikings. Tell yeah, I will. I'll say, hey, yeah, and how about, or how about this? Do you want to go for a good burger? Why don't you drive two and a half hours south, take exit 132, and then uh, just travel down until you hit Main Street, take a left, and go to Nick's Hamburger in Brookings, South Dakota, and then uh, why don't you swing on over to Cubby's for some more food? How about tell that? Him that Ted, tell him that Ted's knee is just fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, don't get jacked. Get jacked, folks. Uh, one thing here, 
that I want... That one other thing here, I guess. I don't really have a whole lot else. This whole... Uh, by the way, the, everyone talking about NBA Summer League because of what Lonzo Ball... Oh, LaVar... Just stop it. You're putting too much pressure on the kid. Yeah, he had a triple-double in his second you know, Summer League game, but... This is it's it's just embarrassing how much attention is getting paid to this here and stop putting the microphone in Lavar Ball's face for for goodness sake. But um, I've I've made uh, a mention a time or two that I'm not looking forward to this uh, Conor McGregor Floyd Mayweather fight. I will not watch it. I will not pay to watch it. I don't care. Uh, this is glorified exhibition of of I don't even know what this is. It's a money grab. That's what it is. To uh, Floyd Mayweather Monday signed a petition uh, uh, to to avoid having to pay his uh, 2015 taxes because uh, until he gets into the fight with Conor McGregor uh, to pay his to pay his debt here he asks the IRS for a reprieve he cites the bout because he doesn't have the money even though he has had I mean he has cars worth 15 million dollars seven cars that just sit in his home he doesn't drive them at all this is in an article on ESPN.com let's see here 700 million dollars in his that's what he's gotten in his uh, 49 fights it's approximately 700 million and I don't know how much he has to owe the IRS, but this is back from 2015. And if I need any other reason why, you know, to hate Floyd Money Mayweather, this is it. He's got money in his freaking nickname, for goodness sakes, and he can't pay the taxes. He can't pay the U.S. government. To hell with him. Get him the hell out of the news. I'm done with this guy. Oh, all uh, primarily Ill- illiquid. All my assets are illiquid. What the hell have you been using your money on? Seven freaking cars? Go to hell, Floyd Money Mayweather. I'm done. Like this, he needs to get the hell out of here. He's jumping very close to Lavar Ball status here for me. Uh, this and this is not a huge deal, but I'm just tired. Of, how can't you pay your taxes? Get I, I, manage your assets better. You have seven hundred million dollars. Unless you're unless the U.S. government's asking you for one billion dollars that you can't pay, just pay your damn taxes. I mean, I if I'm the government, I say to hell with you. We're not going to give you a reprieve at all. You pay this stuff, or we're just going to keep uh, asking for more and more money and just make your ass go bankrupt. Just oh, this guy drives me crazy. I don't. I'm not going to be donating, you know, to do this whole stupid pay per view thing just so he can get a major payday. Absolutely not. I'm not quite sure what your opinion is on this. I yeah, I don't know. It's kind of strong, isn't it? Uh, I should I should make my opinion uh, a little easier to tell. He's made more money than almost anybody. Yeah. An athlete, an outrageous amount. He's going to get paid well over a hundred million for this fight. Yep. He, he bets he bets millions of dollars on sporting events. Yeah, I have no idea how he can. That's I mean that's stupid. That's as dumb as anything. Uh, that right there. Um, I will watch this fight. I, I'm not. I'm, I, I'm not paying for it. I'll. I'll get the. Uh, I'll get it the way I get my fights. Um, it's. I'm. I'm intrigued by it. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people thinking it's going to be fixed or something. Uh, especially if McGregor wins. 
um, I don't see how I don't see how this is a competitive fight. It won the the best of all time against a guy who's not a boxer. Mm-hmm. Well, he's good. He's a good boxer for MMA. That's about it. So um, yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be a big deal. It's gonna be a real big deal when it happens here. What is it? August end of August. August twenty sixth. It's, it's going to be a very big deal. Pacquiao and Mayweather was a very big deal. I don't think it will be as big. I don't think it will have as many paper buy views or buys or generate as much money. You're going to go on a tour, I think, this week and uh, press conferences. So I would assume uh, words uh, words will be uh, flung around, and it's going to be absolutely great. Um, I don't know how, how McGregor stands and stands it. I, I just don't know how he could have a competitive fight with the guy. But I'll watch it. Because um, if, if he does, if McGregor, God forbid, I think the only way he could win is a knockout. And if that happens, then that's, that's one of the greatest upsets ever. Uh, one last thing here. Did you see that Connor McDavid got eight years, $100 million in the NHL? Yes. Uh, this is a big deal because he's under 21. Uh, the NHL does not have you know, nearly as big of salaries. I mean, it's all guaranteed, I think, though. I mean, Tyler uh, Johnson just got seven-year, $35 million from the Lightning. This is not nearly as big as the NBA because the NHL doesn't make nearly as much. But what does it say about where the NHL is perhaps headed when Connor McDavid gets $100 million and he's not even 21? Good contract for MVP, which is unbelievable. Good contract for him. Uh, seems like a bargain. Oh, $12 million a year, that seems like a bargain for somebody of this caliber. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, the, the best make about $10 million a year, a little over that. So there's not uh, nearly the obscene salaries in hockey as in other sports. So good for him, good for hockey. He could be a star. Hopefully Edmonton's worth a damn uh, heading forward so we can actually see this kid play. But, uh, yeah, good for him. Anything else? that you have to, to discuss here before we say so long for uh, this week. Uh, Manny Pacquiao had a fight. Oh, yes, yes. Him and Jeff Horn. Uh, uh, this this was something. He won, a, he, he won the fight. Uh, the judges didn't think so. Uh, those were the only three people on the planet who thought he won the fight. It was, it was hard to believe that they all... And when I'm... I'm I watched the first round. I fell asleep because I was tired. I could hear it in the background, and I woke up uh, 40 minutes later when it was done. And they're talking, all right, he probably won this fight eight rounds to four or something, and there may have even been a 10-8 round in the ninth or whatever it was. We almost finished him. Well, that's probably what we expected. Pacquiao wins here. There is not the scores. There's one like uh, 117, 115, pretty close. That's interesting. The others are like 117, 111. Like, all right, that seems about right. And this uh, Jeff Horn guy wins. I mean, that's embarrassing for boxing. Just when, you know, it was on ESPN, it did a good rating. They're going to put more on it. GG on pay-per-view. Very good. I look forward to more stuff like this. This was embarrassing because... Pacquiao, Pacquiao had this against uh, Timothy Bradley, the guy who was uh, on the broadcast. Uh, he's had it once or twice against him, or he's absolutely robbed of a victory. So this, just when boxing uh, has something good, 
happen. This 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 shit happens, and it's like, well, you're to the back of the line again. Do you Do you blame this on the fact that the judges? I mean, were, I mean, they were in the Jeff Horn's home country. Is this? Are we blaming any bias towards that? I mean, it, you almost what have to judge, figure that there's what, something in that. Yeah, it was in Australia, fifty thousand in a rugby stadium. Great, uh, great looking deal. Like one of the judges was from the U.S. Um, I don't know where the other two were from, but I have no idea how you watch that fight and think this kid won six rounds, let alone eight for nine. I just he won. From what I understand, he won four, maybe. There were a couple close ones in there. He maybe won four, five, being generous. He didn't win the fight. It's, it's embarrassing. Nobody, I have yet to see a person who said, yes, he won the fight. But besides the judges, I have seen nobody say that. Yeah, not a, not good. Um, yeah, not not good at all. Is the is the British Open going as Open Championship this week or is that next week? I don't know if they've decided yet. Are you going to watch the ESPYS Wednesday night? Peyton Manning's hosting. No, no that's no. Based you, on you me, not I, either. Back, don't do it. I'm don't going it. to. Uh, oh, based right. on what I've based on what I've seen, uh, Peyton Manning's being very serious here. I I don't like that. I, I, I hope he's I hope he's funny in there. He'll do his opening ten minutes. He'll be very funny. He's very good at that. Uh, he'll be very good. I have no doubts. Uh, he'll be very good. Maybe I'll, I'll I mean, maybe I'll watch that on YouTube later on, but I'm not watching. Now this is. And the, the, they've oh. been going for it a good. You know, they've been going for a long time, so good for them. Twenty fifth, twenty fifth year. We yeah we we know who won MVP in all the sports. We know who the best teams are. Um, I don't know, an award show for that kind of belt, whatever. That's well, like the Oscars. It's the Oscars for sports. Well, but, but the Oscars are, that's it. It's not like we already know who won Best Picture and Best Actor, Best Actress. We know who won all these awards already. Westbrook, MVP. Matt, to what, Matt Ryan won the NFL MVP? Yep, he did. The Tom Brady will probably win the award, though. Patriots. Boom. Golden State's the best game. We, we know this. Is there a best game category? That'd be, that'd be, yes. Uh, maybe it's the national championship for football. Who the hell knows? Maybe uh, the, probably, uh, probably. I got this list here. Uh, let, let's get to it here. By the way, o- Open Championship next week. I look. I That's the tournament I look forward to the most. So, I mean, that that's that's big. Here, let, let's find this best game. I have to work uh, mornings next week, so uh, I'll probably get to see the 6 o'clock tea times, whatever the hell. That's good. Uh, That's good. Uh, the best. Okay, here's best upset here. Uh, Mississippi State women over UConn, Clemson over Alabama, or Denise Eastamon over Roger Federer in the second round of the Australian Open. I will take Mississippi State to win that one, and I, I think that's going to be uh, very easy. Yep. Best game, Rafael Nadal against Roger Federer in the Australian Open. By the way, Rafael Nadal in, the, in Wimbledon Tuesday, on Monday, tw- uh, 28 games in the fifth set. He loses to the 16 seed. Unbelievable. Unbelievable there at Wimbledon. Uh, that's phenomenal stuff. Five hours? Yeah. 
Yeah, that's just incredible. 28 games, though, in the final set. My goodness. Uh, what, what, what was it? 15-13 or what? 15-13, yep, because you have to win by two. Wow. That's insanity. I was playing tennis with uh, my friend. He's, he's been on the show before, Andrew Jason, uh, editor at the Spotlight Media. And he uh, he and I played a tennis match. It was 11-9. I lost this one. Um, but we had, we had taken on – we had kept playing from a previous uh, uh, game. And he, had, he was up 3-0 on me in the second set. And uh, came back to, to – to force it to go to extras here, and he ultimately beat me eleven to nine. So uh, we are the uh, Rafael Nadal and whoever the hell he played of of, of of regular tennis here in Fargo. So I would like to play tennis someday. It's it's a fun sport. It really is. Uh, you get your exercise. That's for sure. You have got to be uh, very agile. There and uh, it was. Is it a Gary Muller? Is this who it is? Uh, who Rafael Nadal yeah, lost to? The guy leading the Trump investigation. Good friend. Yes, uh, Gillis Muller, six three six four. Uh, also, the Muller wins the first two sets, six three six four. Rafael Nadal wins sets three and four, six three six four. And then Muller beats Nadal fifteen thirteen in the fifth set. Unbelievable. Crazy. That's that's insane. Anyway, uh, back to the SBC here. Best game. Uh, you got Nadal. Uh, you have there's Nadal against Federer. You have the Indians against the Cubs, Game 7 World Series. You have the Falcons and the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Who are we going with here? Nadal, Federer, I have no idea what happened. Um, two, I mean, that's tough. Super Bowl's going to fuck. Super Bowl. I pick in the World Series game. There, there's that was because that was a great game from start to finish. The Super Bowl was not very good. If you look at the grand scheme of things, Atlanta was up twenty-eight to three, and then the Patriots stormed back. I mean, it, yes, the game goes to overtime, so it's great that way. But one team choked. That doesn't make it a great game. Uh, World Series was all right up until I don't know seventh, eighth inning. That's when it really kicked into gear. I mean, that Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, that's, you know, that's my rule. This kid has a great finish. Shows me it's a great game. I think the Super Bowl is going to win because that's the greatest comeback. Considering everything that all the uh, the context of the game, I think that's the greatest comeback I've ever seen. That's that's very. I think that's what was it? What was it? One down, twenty-five points. Yep. Halfway through the third, that that's. I've never seen anything better than that. Super Bowl, Patriots getting their ass kicked. Uh, it's great, unbelievable. That's gonna. I think that's my that's my game. What would you pick for best team? Uh, the Cubs, the Indians, or the Patriots? Now it, there are other teams listed in there, but let's be real. It's it's three teams here. Uh, I mean that that's tough because one ended a curse. One team just flat out annihilated everyone in the playoffs, and the other team had the best comeback, you know, in Super Bowl history, as you just mentioned, the Patriots. What would you lean towards best team? Uh, I think Golden State should win. Easy. Golden State. I agree with you there. Uh, and again, best game, I took Cubs-Indians World Series because I'm not going to give in to all this football nonsense, even though it was a you know a fairly decent game, it still wasn't the best. The Cubs Indians was from start to finish. So, see how it all happens. We'll see what uh, Peyton Manning's like in uh, next week. 
We'll have some baseball to talk about. We'll see what happens in NBA free agency. An open championship preview extraordinaire. As extraordinary as we can get. And, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens there. Anything else before we say so long? All right. Well, you uh, enjoy the rerun of the Home Run Derby. And uh, we will talk to you next tomorrow night. The next week tomorrow night. Very good. Tomorrow night, next week. All right, we'll see you later. Sounds good. Bye, Travis. Travis Grins here, uh, kind enough to join us as always, co-host of the Sports Block podcast, and uh, of course the Twenty Eighty Baseball podcast, which you can find both on iTunes. So, um, yeah, great, great stuff there. Very strong opinions here from both of us here. Remind you that there is some swearing here on the uh, Sports Block podcast, but. Uh, you, know, you have the little ones in the area. You guys soon will. Uh, just just bleep it out. Be like, beep. Or say, say nothing. Just see what they do. Anyway, uh, a lot of good stuff there. Slowest part of the sports season is, is here in terms of on-the-field action. Uh, but NBA free agency, kind of the, the first route, uh, run through everything, kind of winding down. We'll see what happens there. Normally, the Open Championship does fall after the SBs and uh, the the MLB All Star Game, but they pushed it back here. Maybe it's because the All Star Game seems a little, uh, but maybe maybe it's just a little earlier this year than normal. Anyway, uh, hope you enjoyed this week. Here we were off a week, back with uh, some energy, some strong opinions more than more than ever. There's a lot of controversy in sports. So, um, very good stuff as always. You can find this podcast online on Sports Block Podcast. Just search uh, on iTunes. Just search Sports Block. Here, I also have a link to it on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at Andy Stack and also on Facebook. Nathan Stack and have this posted later in the week. Thank you to Travis. Thank you for listening, and we hope you listen again next week for another edition here of the Sports Block Podcast. Keep enjoying your summer. Enjoy the All-Star. Hope you enjoyed the All-Star game, the MLB All-Star game. Enjoy the ESPYs. Enjoy this podcast. Talk to you next week here. Nathan Sacken signing off for another week of the Sports Block Podcast.